Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Travel, the horror movie podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Trepidatious. <laughs> it's just like, this has been a weird, this has been a weird two-week <laughs> period here. Yeah, this is like when you're playing a video game, and they give you like a side quest, and you're like, this is weird. I can see why you made this a side quest and not a main yeah. mission. Yeah. I'm enjoying the side quest. This is, this is a weird side quest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're talking animated horror, and I feel like we're really pushing the boundary of what's considered good taste. I mean, the first movie we talked about, uh, Wolf House, uh, a great movie, if only a movie that you're going to watch once. You're not going to watch uh, Wolf House more than once. Uh, Wicked City, though. Uh, man. Oh, you're going to have that on repeat. It's gonna be it's gonna be on your TV. It's on YouTube. That's where I found it at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally joking. That I'm not. I I watched this movie once and I that's enough for me. I, yeah, I feel like it's, I'm surprised it's on YouTube because I feel like if somebody was actually moderating that content, they would have been like, yeah, this goes on Pornhub instead. If, yeah, if if you search Wicked City on YouTube, there are many 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 playlists of this movie on YouTube that I could find. I could really only find. That when I searched on my PS4, which is where I first watched it, I found the Japanese uh, version with the Japanese audio. Yeah. But when I searched for it on my computer, I can only find the English copy. So I'm not quite sure how that works, but it, they are there somewhere. Yeah. I, I, this movie is not streaming on any conventional like Netflix or Shutter or anything like that. I think that I watched it on a site called like Retro something. and it was Yeah, that's like, where I got it. And it was, and it, yeah. I, I got a subscription and canceled it right after and it charged me a dollar. Actually, this movie charged me a dollar. I had to pay a dollar to watch this movie. And spoilers, I fucking hated it. So, like, like I paid a dollar to waste my fucking time. Uh, well, on behalf of Wicked City, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I would appreciate that when we're from Yoshiaki Kawajiri, but, you know. Okay. Okay. You should do. You should email them and ask them for a press account. You should. They'll be like, we have all of this showing up this week. I'll be like, oh, cool. I'm here for Wicked City. Sorry. Yeah. I'm almost at five bucks. They probably don't even have press account. They probably don't even know what that is. They probably be like, what's a press account? Like what? <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah. So the summary of Wicked City. And I'm going to try my best not to laugh as I read this. There has been peace between the worlds of the mortals and the supernatural for centuries, but the balance is now being threatened. The radical elements from the supernatural world are crossing over into the mortal universe for the purpose of destroying the peace forever. Wow, that sounds like more plot from that summary than I got from the movie itself. It, you know, there's no sexuality in that summary, which I think is very misleading because... The actual movie is so sexual that it watch it may take your virginity. I'm not gonna say confirm <laughs> your virgin or are you asexual. Yeah. It's uh it may just gross you out on it all. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you've never seen tentacle porn before, you are in for a time with this movie, that's for sure. My god. I, I'm gonna say, I, I said it off air, and I need to say it on air, there's so much mouthfucking in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I get I get it, because it's like, the 80s, like, you know. Do you get it? Do you get girl, it? <laughs> woman's always gotta be in trouble, so that she can be rescued by the main character, whatever. Because this movie does not like women. More than just Oh, yeah. I mean, even though the, the like, uh, Maki, I think that's how you say her name, is, like, she's the one who kind of kills the most bad guys in this movie, and yet she's also in the most compromising position. Absolutely. They, like, there's a whole, like, there's basically an entire plot point around her being gangbanged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a whole driving scene for uh, Taki. Taki and, and Maki. He's, he's got to go save her from, from the, the demon gangbang, basically. And her only way to find her own power is to get naked, and it's also her detriment as well. Like that's is there's like there's no flow through on it. It's just like you just got to be naked, Mackie. I'm sorry. Yes, or pregnant. If you're pregnant, you also get superpowers apparently, yeah. which is like yeah. Sure. <laughs> Even at the end of the movie, they're like, I still continue to fight for the Black Guard. I'm like, do you? Do we need to see it though? Like, can we move yeah. on? Uh, I mean, I mean, that's not even taking into account the stereotypical uh, creepy old guy character that they have in this movie. That's basically always just trying to get boobs or, 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 or boobs somewhere, you know. Like, I mean, this is a whole character. They make a point of like him going to like meet up with that girl and then she oh, the soap girl, yeah, the soap yeah. girl. <laughs> Which I kind of like that they're like, hey, you want to be a pervert in this universe? You're gonna get fucking punished. Uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, this movie is, uh, very interesting. Um, <laughs> first time we watched this, I watched this when I was eight years old, which is not appropriate. Like, I'm not normally no. a gatekeeper for, like, what you can and can't watch as a kid. This is not a movie an eight-year-old should watch. I'm just no. saying right No, this is not even a movie for an almost 40-year-old guy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I think it goes without saying that I watched this first for the podcast. I had not heard of this movie before. I was I was like so excited for this one too because it was like horror anime. I was like, oh yeah, I love melding of the two. And like I even got my husband to watch it with me because he's really into anime. And then as soon as we got to that first, I think it's like the first scene where she's being like molested by the guy in the bed or something. I was like, okay, what art? Wait, no, it's, it opens basically with a sex scene, too, because he sleeps with that demon woman. Yeah, with yeah. the, the teeth vagina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, teeth. This movie's basically teeth, too. Yeah. Um, Vaginal dentina. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, an, it was an interesting experience watching this. Going into it, and, like, in a way, it's, it's kind of related to the last movie in that the animation in this movie is actually really cool in some yeah. Like, especially with some of the, the gun stuff and the action. Like, it's not terrible animating-wise or animation-wise. Uh, it's just, you know, you get to certain story elements and you're like, okay, I don't know if this is the movie for me anymore. I think that's what holds the movie back the most is this, like, just weird decisions to go really sexual in places, which I don't think it really need to, to be honest, like, there's no, there's no requirement for this. No, and uh, I, I mean, I, I, that's the one thing that I will say that I, I liked was the animation style, just how it looked. Um, of course, I think that they... They love to hold a little too much on 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 some 
points where it just feels like, okay, get on with it, get on with mm-hmm. it. But I, I really like the noir style because um, yeah. it reminds me quite a bit of like um, Batman the animated series. Yeah. Um, and, and just like everything's really dark looking and stuff, but still vivid enough that you can see what's going on for better or worse, I guess. Um, but yeah, that, that's probably the only win that I would pull from this one. I think, yeah. like for me, what I really enjoy. I mean, yes, it's anime horror, but it's a little bit like sexual horror as well. Uh, I think sometimes that sexuality gets taken into some weird places, but there are moments like in the opening scene where he sleeps with a woman and she ends up having the toothy vagina, and you're like, okay, that's actually kind of like legitimately terrifying because it's like this idea that like you've trusted this person, you have some instilled sense of, you know, like, oh, this person's not going to harm me, and then it flips. I kind of like that on a certain level, but again, I think it's it's something that doesn't happen often and i think for when it is being sexual and it's just being a little too perverse and a little too weird it it kind of toes the line a little too much Mm -hmm. um but i do think there are moments where the sexuality is used for a horror related purpose and it actually kind of works relatively well and i think you can do that with anime where you can't really do that with like a conventional horror movie i mean you probably can nowadays but back in 87 definitely not so I think that's the only where it, the only place where it comes through. I think uh, for for good horror is that opening sex scene and, and the crawl down the the side of the, of the building and everything up to the street. I think that was that was the most like kind of like because there are things in this that remind me a lot of like Hellraiser and stuff like that or or yeah. Breed, um, like very Barker esque. But uh, yeah. that was kind of the extent really for me where I was just like not that it's not horror because the the the, the movie operates in a fantasy horror thing for the whole film yeah. um but that's I, I think that's the only piece that actually resonated with me but it also you know is coupled with the what the fuck of the tt vagina you know this kind of reminded me of was possession a little bit mm, yeah yeah for sure like, not quality level <laughs> no no definitely not definitely not uh in terms of like yeah that like pseudo sexual horror um mm-hmm. I, I think like this movie it just doesn't know how to compartmentalize that sexuality like you can have sexuality in your movie and have it be horrifying but also like mildly comforting in the same way too and it just doesn't really know when to do that i think that's probably its biggest fault like it it switches between being like oh this is used for a horror purpose and this is being used just to satiate young eight-year-old boys and older possibly who are watching this movie so yeah yeah i agree yeah um First time watch for both of you, though, yes. right? Okay. Yes. I'm going to cover this. I can't remember if we talked about that because we just went on a tangent on the weird sex in this movie, but. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, uh, Ronnie's got our first email this week. Says, I watched this with my in laws. Worst idea ever. Yeah. What? Oh, Ronnie, I know. Oh, I don't even. I, I don't. I, I can't even begin <laughs> to think why you would ever want to do that. <laughs> Are they still your in-laws? Did yeah. you get Are you now in a pit in their backyard? Webcam <laughs> set up so I could get the reactions in real time. Oh my like, god. Like, re- that's, the new, that's the new TikTok challenge. Watch Wicked City with your family. <laughs> oh god. I talk to you about Ronnie. I think it's time you uh, <laughs> give them the D papers here. Uh, uh, yeah. Where's idea ever? I think I'm fully in agreement with you that is a yeah, no, idea. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't even bring that up as an idea. 
I, like, maybe you watch all the movies we watch with your in-laws, and maybe this is just a weird exception. I don't know. Maybe uh, that's what I want to go with and just believe that there's some level of normalcy to this. Well, we usually have the weekend tentacle porn family watch, and we, this week we decided to do Wicked City <laughs> to kind of change it all up. I watched some good movies because of Trumbull. They can't go wrong with Wicked City. Oh, God. They took me into this weird place. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I attest that this is not my fault. This, I, if anything, you should be blaming Kerr for this. I want no recognition for, for, for having this one at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I, you know, normally I come through the emails and look for some suggestions. There was somebody who mentioned this movie, and I remember watching this, and I'm like, oh, it might be cool to revisit this. And I wanted to talk about Wolf House, so I was like, okay, we'll do an animated pairing. <laughs> and then I rewatched this movie for the podcast, and I was like, I shouldn't have listened to this person. Like, in fact, the person who suggested this, I'm going to block your emails. You're not allowed <laughs> to suggest anything anymore. You had one um, chance. I mean, to be fair, I was like, I remember watching this movie. I didn't quite remember all the sex stuff. But, mm, I, yeah. I mean, it, it's strung together with sex stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. did I forget it? But I think when you're eight years old, you're like, I don't understand this fully, maybe. But yeah. Well, and it's I, okay. I looked up this movie on, I think it was IMDb, and I was looking at reviews, and there are people who call, call this a horror anime classic. And I'm like, okay, are you calling it a classic because it's from the 80s, like early animation, or are you calling it a classic because you legitimately think this is that everyone needs to see because I have some words for you if you think that this yeah. is a classic movie. I mean, Just because you masturbate this movie 18 times. <laughs> it's a classic, okay? It's super telling if you love this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Jason says, I never knew I wanted erotic horror until I saw this movie. Well, there's, much, there's better erotic horror. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think there's better, less rapey erotic horror that is actually yeah. erotic instead of just making you cringe the whole time. Yeah. A lot of these emails are very telling. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> of people who maybe watched this movie a few too many times. Yeah. I, I didn't I, I didn't realize we're gonna be hitting the Wicked City fanboy club, but uh, here we are. <laughs> and notice they're all male. Notice they're all male. Everyone that loves this movie is a male. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine any female fans of this movie. No, no, it would no, be hard. It doesn't like women. No. Yeah. It doesn't like women. No. Women uh, are fodder. It's it's women are divisive and fodder. That's what this. That's what they're saying in this I, movie. I just want to know how many people are fans of Wicked City and the cross section between that and people who are Snyderverse fans. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting a whole we're gonna get a whole new section of hate now. You said you said the dreaded name. I might have Snyder. an email filter just for this. <laughs> <laughs> um and then Henry closes out our emails with this movie is basically Twilight, right? No, um, I, I, I I failed to correlate that that connection. I mean, unless we take it in a different way and we turn Twilight into uh, Edward and Bella's baby saves the world because it is a vampire human hybrid, which Technically, that is a loose connection in the sense that Edward and Bella's kid was like some sort of weird, not regular vampire baby, but don't think that kid is destined to rule the world, and there was significantly less uh, rapiness in Twilight, although it was still very creepy in a lot of aspects, so maybe there is more of a link to them than I thought. Yeah. My question, my question, like, his question for me would be answered with a question, that being, have you seen Twilight? <laughs> yeah, I mean... A, there's a lot less rapey vibes in Twilight. 
Baby, I never saw that Twilight cut. I never saw the tentacle porn Twilight cut. <laughs> you didn't see the part where they went into, they go into the the river and it turns out there's vampires, werewolves, and giant squids. <laughs> yeah, I did. I guess I did not see that. Forks is a weird town, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they have all sorts of supernatural there. Yeah, I mean, they're the melting pot of the supernatural. The whole director's cut of Twilight really delves into the sexual tentacle porn of it all. And so <laughs> you really gotta find that cut if you want. But, you know, characters. honestly. I've been hating on Stephanie Meyer for years, but, you know, I, I didn't know that there was this kind of depth to her. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those Mormons. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the only comparison I can draw personally is that there's, like, sort of that love between the two worlds kind of dynamic, sure, but that's mm-hmm. such a small portion of this movie and such a small portion of Twilight. You're really, like, you're really digging deep for that connection, and I don't even think yeah. it's fully there, to be honest, so. They're, uh, yeah, because, and they're both, like, like there's no naivety, because, I mean, he, like, like, she is what she is, right? Yeah. And, like, he is an agent in this war anywhere, in this world anywhere, so there's no Bella naivety to this. Like, he knows yeah. what, like, like, of course, the conspiracy and everything opens up itself more as he continues his, his investigation and his protection um, over this treaty and everything, but, like, yeah, there there's... The the main basis of Twilight is like is like the the loss of innocence and the opening to a new world and all this stuff. So yeah, I, I fail to see the correlation. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it needs a more tongue in cheek funny, but like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine this being serious. Um, we just need a remake of Twilight now that's like ten percent more tentacles, ten percent more demons. Mm, no, actually, never mind. I, yeah, I don't please, please no. Please, no. <laughs> I gave up on that idea halfway through. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad pitch meeting. Yeah, sorry. We're not getting funding for that one. <laughs> no. No, sorry. Um, you know, maybe... Sorry, sorry not sorry, actually. I've, <laughs> saved, I've saved everyone from that reality. Yeah, what if yeah, no, we're, good. we're better off. makes a live-action remake of this movie? Oh, and then what's her name? E.L. James would make, like, the Fifty Shades off of that. <laughs> and it would just be this horribly spinning out of control spiral that all of a sudden Lionsgate's making way too much money off of. How could we make this even more sexual? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, all right, time for awards. And by words, like, these are more Razzie awards than, like, Oscar <laughs> awards. Let's be honest. Uh, best line, I put, uh, when they're talking about Meyer, uh, Tucker says, is he okay? Marcus says, he, he keeps asking me if I want to see a porno film. I just thought, yeah. The irony on that is pretty rich, so. Um, I, I don't even know if I really had, like, a best line, because I, I think I spent most of this movie just, like, kind of in shock a little bit once I got to a certain part. Um, the, the only one I can really remember is something that made me laugh. It was when I was watching... Uh, the Japanese version, and the I think he's a bartender, and he gets his arm shot off, or, or cut off by one of the demon guys who's come into this hotel that they're staying at. Yeah. And he gets his arm shot off, and I was going to put that as kills in the movie. I always do that. Um, and then he's like, oh, it's just a prosthetic. Like, he just revealed out of nowhere that it was just a prosthetic <laughs> yeah, arm the whole time. Yeah, like, it blew my arm off. Yeah, like, okay, I guess there's no consequences, and so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You just taken that arm off and used it as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it happened in animation. They're like, oh, how do we fix this? And they're like, oh, we'll fix it in post. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. We'll just explain that it's a fake arm. 
Oh, okay. We're no big deal, yeah. Yeah. And he's his, he's like the master, right? Like, because he's like, master, like, after it. And he's like, how do you not know about his fake arm? Yeah, I, I, this whole movie is just, like, questions upon questions. There's, there's like a history to all these characters and their knowledge of stuff that we are never privy to at all. Yeah. Also, what was the deal with the nails? The nails just got caught up with <laughs> weapons, and I don't She's know. That's just like her, her, her thing, you know? There's there's the woman who like absorbs body, and then there's the other one that's got like a weird mouth in her stomach, and, and that's just Mackie's thing, it's just the extra long nails. Yeah, <laughs> that's her thing. Oh, that's did those, even, those even break the skin? No ouch, though. But... There was like a mouth like, I don't know, I'm going to say I'm like a feminist, but like, I felt a little offended that like, of course her a thing with nails, like, give her a gun, give her something, but yeah. she's attacking me with nails, like, that just felt like, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the way her character is kind of treated throughout the whole movie, though, like, yeah. the nails with the laser sight, too. Yeah. I can't even remember, I, I remember there being some laser sight, but I couldn't remember lightning yeah. thing stuff that was coming down, which... Yeah. I guess it was revealed at the end to be the old man, and I couldn't tell like if that was someone's superpower <laughs> originally because they didn't really explain it very well. That's the other thing about this movie is if it had a little more substance to like the plot or like what was actually going on, like it seemed like it cared a little more about things outside of the sex scenes. Uh, I might be able to take this a little more seriously, but it, it kind of just doesn't necessarily care too much about the other stuff. It's just oh like, God. the other stuff is just there, you know, and Can there's this very loose sex. plot. Yeah, there's this very loose plot, but also, ooh, look at these cool characters, don't you want to have sex with them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting to, like, look online and see comments and reviews and so many positive ones, and... I don't know. I feel like I might be slightly higher in score-wise, but I still am not going to be that high. Like, I, it, it seems so weird. I'm looking at a re- re- some reviews, and people are like, well, this movie's a classic. Uh, 1987 was a great year for erotic horror movies. I'm like, what? You guys smoking something? Pass it over, because I need some, apparently. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a thing. Uh, best performance? I don't know. They're all terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's doing but yeah. I'm keeping it for next time. <laughs> Me when I turned it off. <laughs> I made a joke with my husband that I was going to turn best performance into, like, best performance, like, during sex, and, like, choose which sex scene I thought was, but I can't even, like, humor that, because it's just, like, they're so absurd, I can't even, no, I don't want to revisit any of them, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, best kill. I put, there was one fight with the agents, and... He punches one of the agents like in the face. You see the eyes pop out. That was pretty. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Yeah. This movie yeah. visually. I mean, there's some visual moments in this that are really interesting and really. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Sure. I I put my best kill as uh the demon woman who got the stomach or the mouth in her stomach that she like sucks Taki into briefly and then he like shoots her. Uh, yeah. in, in his stomach. I really liked the animation of that was cool because yeah. uh, uh, kind of what Steve was talking about earlier with like the lighting and just the way that the animation they do like the noir kind of aspects yeah. it was really, I thought that was visually a cool scene um, yeah. so I put that as my best kill but I don't know, it's honestly this movie once you get to the end of it you kind of forget a lot of it because it's just the only thing you can think about is oh my god I can't believe I just watched 20 seconds of tentacle porn uh. <laughs> yeah, dumbest decision. I don't know. How do you first taking the suggestion? <laughs> fucking putting it on the list. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's a new experience, so <laughs> I can 
add it to the list. More people are aware of this movie for better or for worse, and maybe we can, you know, like this is like the end of the Forever Purge. You know, we're fighting back. We're fighting back against these good reviews. People can now properly evaluate this movie for how it really is. So I don't know, maybe there's some positives to this. Yeah, I'm gonna say me for paying a dollar for this. <laughs> yeah, that's that wasn't a super great decision. But I feel like there aren't a lot of other like the the versions that I watched on YouTube are not good quality. So you might have got a better viewing experience out of that. Yeah, yeah, slightly. Uh, now I'm thinking I probably got charged a dollar. I didn't even probably notice. Like they took my <laughs> dollar, and now between me and Steve's dollar, they're fucking rich. They got two bucks. They're like <laughs> two bucks. <laughs> City. They go buy a Tim Hortons coffee now. Shit. Yeah. A small one, but still. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's time to put Wicked City out of its misery. Thank God. You know. I don't, I don't even know what, what to say for a rating. If you if you took out all of the creepy aspects, like if you took out the rape scenes, which you can't because they kind of are integral to Taffy's story of saving the damsel in distress. Yeah. But if you did, if you took them out, if you if you focused a little more on, because the world itself seemed kind of cool. Uh, I liked the story they were trying to set up. It was just focused on getting two people to fuck the whole time, basically. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you there are some tweaks that you can make, and this would be like a really cool, like '80s anime demon. Like there there's some coolness to it, but like I just can't get past the fact that it was probably just made so you could see a bunch of sex. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I can give it a number rating. <laughs> There's no number too low. Um, gosh. I'll, I'll give it an X. To, to, to follow up with Steve's uh, rating of Q for our last episode, okay. an X. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. And I say this with the reality is this is a 2 out of 10 movie. But the animation and the aesthetics of it all, raise it to a six. I think in truth, there's no way I can recommend this movie. But I did find the visuals to be interesting. I did like the world that they set up. I think there's just so many issues with the problematic parts of this movie that I think holds back on the, on the enjoyment of this movie by a huge margin. But I think if you can watch this and you are aware of these elements and can maybe semi-tolerate them, I think there's there's an interesting movie visually here. I think it's just yeah, it, this I think I, this I'd love to see more anime horror. I think it's my takeaway from this. Uh, yeah. Tastefully done anime horror. Uh, this is not it though. This is this movie is one that I think misses the mark and is a little too rough around the edges for its own good. So, yeah, yeah. I'll say six out of ten with the caveat that really if you're gonna be really if you can't really put that stuff aside and, and focus on the visuals, this is definitely not even a passing grade. Like, you probably don't want to watch this, so. Yeah, I'm giving it a 2 out of 10 for this mouth-fucked movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this, this podcast just mouth-fucked everybody, so. Or, yeah, absolutely. Or you're fucked, I guess, technically. It's totally mouth-fucking. <laughs> oh, poor Mackie. <laughs> just, I mean, she, she is technically one of the most badass ones in the movie because she... She kicks a lot of ass, but yeah. she also has to take a lot of shit first, so... Yeah. Kind of put damper on it a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think, you know, talking about this movie, I mean, it's like, I don't know. 
we've, we've talked about movies before that have had very positive reactions, and then we look at, we're like, where the fuck is this coming from? Like, where do people get this reaction from? And I think this is one of those movies where it's like, yeah, this is, I don't, I don't know why people like this movie that much. There's, it, it kind of reminds me, there's a book that was released, I think it was, it's called Bear. It was written by a Canadian author. Um, it's about, uh, I was super interested because it's about a librarian who's like, does some cool work, but it's also a book about how this librarian literally fucks a bear. And it's a short book, and it won the Canadian Governor General's when it came out, and it has great reviews. And I read it out of sheer curiosity, and I don't, same with this, I don't understand how... Like, I can understand being interested in something out of morbid curiosity or yeah. because of certain elements to something that are really good, yeah. but there are people similar to Wicked City who call this book a masterpiece and just think it's a classic, and it's like, are you just interested in weird sex? Is that what it is? Are you just, like, super interested in that kind of stuff? Because it's so, if, if that's what it is, it's okay. You can just be honest and say that because yeah. the rest of the other parts of this are not exactly if Great. Want, if you want to follow up to this movie, go to this website, Pornhub.com. Type in <laughs> yeah. many follow-ups to this movie. You guys know that there's a live-action one, right? What? I saw. But, like, I don't know if it's as... I don't know what it is. I haven't seen, looked into, like, if yeah. it's, a, like, a shot-for-shot. Shot. There's <laughs> no similar way. It was made in 1992. Oh, yeah. boy. I wonder if it does any better, like score-wise. If people like, if there are people who are like, well, I I like the original, but I don't watch this live-action movie. Yeah, how dare they bastardize this tentacle <laughs> porn with a live-action one? Yeah, I just man, I have so many questions. Okay, Wicked <laughs> City, 1992. Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen enough of this. I don't even need to see. Yeah, it I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking at the, the cover, and yeah, there's a lot of, oh my gosh, this looks like something you would see on, like, Red Letter Media's Best of the Worst, honestly. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like at some point we need to find, like, an actual good horror anime movie to, to redeem ourselves now. Yeah, listeners, if you it know about good gets. anime horror, I'm up for it. I love the, on paper, I love that idea. And I think this movie, I mean, it doesn't, it's not competent enough to really accomplish that, but there are some moments where I'm like, that's cool. That's a cool visual. That's something that you can really only get in anime or an animated form. So, yeah, I, I like it on paper, but I think execution-wise, it's it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. I don't show this movie here in Moss. Or anybody, really. You know what? Don't no. show this movie to anybody. <laughs> don't show this movie. Just don't show this movie. Yeah, good luck with the rest of your relationship, Ronnie. Yeah. You gotta let us know how it goes. If you need to contact us at Nerds in Love for dating advice if you need it. <laughs> so it does me you might. Okay, um, Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. Uh, my website stevestabbing.ca, and uh, I'm on the shift every Thursday at uh, 11 p.m. Pacific time, uh, like across the country. So just uh, any chorus radio network, you'll find that show. Cool. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, social on social media on Twitter and Instagram. My username is Sarcianic, and I have a blog, Sarcianic.home.blog, but I post if I do anything else. Cool. Now we're at ThreeNerdNerds.com, where yeah, we don't normally talk about weird sex anime porn movies, but you know what? You could, we could. if you want to. We could. Actually, we did talk about <laughs> anime on some occasions, like we talked about Akira. We talked about um, Studio Ghibli. Far higher quality things than this 
So, yeah. Uh, and I'm over on Twitter, Film Critic Kurt, Fatal Call on Letterboxd. And, uh, yeah. Until next time, where we're talking about uh, both. Well, the next two recordings are going to be The Wicker Man, the original, and Apostle. So, that's from like <laughs> Island Cult double feature coming our way. So, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.